is Your Working Life, a podcast that provides you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. I'm a speaker, author, and executive coach, and today I am over the moon excited to welcome Leslie Jane Seymour to the show. Leslie is a media entrepreneur and founder of Covey Club, a new club for lifelong learners for women over 40. Leslie, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness, I'm excited too. And before we started the show today, I was telling you, I'm a fangirl. I have been following your work for a very long time and was a faithful subscriber to More Magazine for many years. So it's a joy and an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you. I know many, many sad people when More went out of business and I was the first person who was sad. Well, you have reinvented beautifully, and I want to unpack and talk about Cubby Club. So tell us, what was the genesis for starting this, and what's it all about? Well, the genesis was when they folded More Magazine in 2016. My readers were really upset, and they folded the magazine because there weren't enough advertisers for Women 40 Plus. Can you believe that? And it had nothing to do with um, the circulation. There were 1.5 million readers, and they were pissed. And so they came to my social media and said, do something else for us. I had been a corporate cog my whole life. I was not an entrepreneur. And I said, okay, let me, I'm a good researcher. So I said, let me give you like a little, you know, survey and you tell me what you want. And it was, you're going to laugh, 54 questions. No one fills out a 54 question survey or gives one if you know anything about today research. Um, and 627 people took it to the end, and I built Covey Club out of that. Originally, I thought it was going to be an online magazine. Don't laugh. I thought I was going to do a magazine digitally all by myself, original content, original artwork, and that people were going to pay for that. Okay, that lasted three months, ran out of money, time, patience, and ability. And I said, let me lean into the club aspect. I always knew it would be a club of some sort, though I didn't really know what that meant. And I said, what could a club be? It would be connecting women, which is really what we did in on paper as magazine editors. You know, I ran a couple of other magazines, Mary Claire, uh, Red Book and more and YM before more. And um, that's what we do. We connect women. We make them. We teach them. Uh, we teach them that they're not alone. We educate them. And we create, I mean, that was a very, what we call a flat community. What's so wonderful is today you can create a live community like what you've done here. And so I said, okay, what is the club? Let's lean into, maybe I will do teaching. You know, I had taught at NYU um, before as an adjunct professor, and I love to teach. It's very rewarding. So I said, let me try that. Let me try organizing people together to talk about various issues. Zoom was just starting, hilariously. Mm, I used to yeah. have to tell everybody who got on, I would have to instruct them, you know, here's your panel, here's what you do. No one knew what Zoom was. And um, we started up that way, and um, it evolved into what it is today, which is a platform where we teach twice a week. We bring in experts to talk about everything from menopause to executive coaching to do you have adult ADHD to reinvention. I mean, everything to do with midlife, but focusing on the idea of change through midlife, 
And we work with groups. We have pods, which are small little groupings of women, say three to seven, who sort of work in 12-week stints on whatever it is that their issue is. It could be elder care. It could be a writing pod, reinvention pod for your life, reinvention pod for other things in your life. It could be podcasting. We have that now, uh, marketing, all that different type of stuff. So we have different ways of getting women to work together. Then we also have accountability groups. And now we also have something um, which we call our challenges. I have developed myself these little 30-day challenges to get people started in reinvention. One of the things I learned, um, you know, we launched in 2017. And over time, I saw a lot of women who wanted to reinvent, but they were daunted. Like it was too big. How do I get started? I don't even know how to take the first step. So we create these sort of 30-day reinventions. Um, and you have a little calendar and you do something for five minutes every day for 30 days. And you'd be shocked at how that gets you moving in the direction that you want for whatever it is. If it's weight loss, if it's changing your hair color, if it's reading before bed, if it's eating better, if it's changing jobs, whatever it is, we have all these tools that we have figured out that actually help you move in that direction. And in many ways, you know, what I say is I'm still an editor. Um, my job is to bring the people, places, products, and things and put them in front of my audience, and they decide what will help them. And, you know, our, our group, people do business with each other. They create friendships. That's something that, you know, can be very difficult as you get older. Um, it's hard to make new friends. And what's wonderful is everybody is in the same position right now. Everybody's trying to figure out what's next for them. And when you do it together, boy, it's a lot more fun. Doing it alone, I will just tell you, it is not for sissies. Don't do it alone. <laughs> Try to do it with people who are also doing it because it's hard. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love the lifelong learning aspect, the community, yes. the opportunity to engage with other women. So what is it about the sweet spot of 40 plus that, that drew you to uh, honor this population with Cubby Club? Well, part of it was more was a magazine for women 40 plus, and it's a very underserved audience. I mean, as you know, as you get older, I mean, that's the reason more folded. It's because no one wanted to talk to us. I mean, like, how crazy is that? When you look at the numbers, we have tons of money to throw around. When we buy something that we like, we buy four of them. We are open to new ideas. There's, you know, it's a whole ancient idea about what getting older is all about. And so I decided I know women 40 plus, I am a woman 40 plus, and I know the whole and I know what's wrong. And let me just jump in here and fill it, especially since more was folding and was going to leave a big, huge gaping hole in the market. And Covey's a small group of birds. The idea was to do something small and intimate because I really felt that we need that intimacy. We need that connection. We need that small kind of working groups to actually get things done. I had spent, you know, like you, I'm sure, you go to all those big conferences, you talk at the big conferences, you, you know, it's 5,000 people, 7,000 people, and you didn't really meet anybody. I would go, but I didn't really connect. And so, I wanted to do the opposite. I was like, let's like really figure out how people make connections and let's really figure out 
how to create that kind of connective tissue. And as you know, as we age, um, more and more research is coming out about how connection really has, and especially, of course, you know, who knew we were going to end up in a pandemic, but um, connection is makes the, the life and death dis- difference between, you know, it's 7.7 more years on your life if you have good friends and tight connections with people who you care about. And how do you do that when you're, you know, when you're older? And so we can, we can do that. And that was one of the fun challenges about creating Covey Club. Oh, love, love, love. You know, it's interesting because the, the 40 plus demographic of women are changing, whether it is by necessity because their organization downsized, right sized, layoff, or by choice. Some of them are saying, Correct. Stop the corporate train. I want to get off and flex my entrepreneurial muscles or do something differently. So this is such a beautiful resource and you really are the the resource maven. Do you find that 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 is one of the focal points of, of how to reinvent or think about the next chapter? Yes. A lot of it has to do with education. And part of the problem is, is that not everybody's a reinventor. There are a lot of people who are very happy with where they are and they, you know, they just want to play that right out and then go sit on a beach somewhere and play cards or whatever. And that's great. If you're not that person though, and if you're in a group that is like that, it's very hard to find someone who's like-minded. And so where do you find those people who are interested in living a different type of life or, you know, redoing what they are, they are working on. And again, we are living longer. Remember that, you know, when the idea of retirement at 65 was created, most people died at 62. And that was back during the great depression. (laughs) That was why it was created. It was like, sure, we'll give you a retirement. The actuary tables say you're most likely to be dead by then, but yeah, whatever. And things have changed. You know, women are going to expected, the average woman is expected to live well into her late 80s. And so doesn't it make sense that what you started out doing in your 20s or the kind of lifestyle you had in your 20s, something is not going to be the same. It's, not, it's just not going to be a straight shot, right? And there's going to be a health concern. There's going to be, um, you know, emptiness. There's going to be job loss, job absorption. I mean, look what happened with Silicon Bank the other day. You went, you went home on Friday, thought you had a job, woke up on Monday, it was gone, right? Who would have thought? But these things happen and they don't, and it's, it's a new world. It's not like, you know, my, my husband had a father who yeah. worked in one place for 40 years and he got the gold watch and, you know, got the RV and could travel the world after he retired. That's no longer the reality for us. It's very tumultuous. Things are moving, things are changing, and you need to be ready to change. And a lot of people like change. And let's face it too, what you started in your 20s, by 40 or 45, you've been at it for 20 or 25 years. You may have killed it. You know, you may have killed it. You may have done everything there is to do in your law firm. And you're like, I need something else to challenge me for the next 20 or 25 years. I, you know, I don't plan on walking away. So where do you get that inspiration? Where do you get those ideas? Where do you see other people who've done it? It may not be your best friends. And here's a really strange thing that we've learned. This was sort of a learning that I had and not, not, I would never have guessed it. Weird, weird, weird thing is reinventing with strangers is easier than reinventing with friends. 
which is a real surprise. Yes. And here's the reason why. When you come to a, a place like Covey Club or any group that has strangers in it where you're going to work on creating change, you walk in the door, you have blue hair, you skip two beats before you say a sentence, you, you know, whatever it is you do, how you dress, whatever, we accept you the way you are today. You are that person starting today, day one. That's day one for you. Whereas with your friends, they were, they were your friends because they were very comfortable with how you were. It can be very challenging to have somebody, you know, it's kind of like the comfortable couch. It's like the comfortable couch got up and wants to walk away. Like, why? I'm like, I'm like very happy here. You're not. Why are you not happy? Also, what can happen is if you're in a group that has kind of gotten together for the complaining reasons, and sometimes we do that, if one person actually makes a change, it can create it can be kind of threatening for the people who don't make change because it's like, uh-oh, there goes Sue. She just, you know, reinvented herself, reinvented her life. Maybe she got a new, you know, a new business. I mean, who knows what, or she's picked up a new sport and now she doesn't need us so much. What's wrong with her? What's wrong with us? It can be very challenging. And so you really need to be with people who are in the process and who are willing to accept you the way you are. And oddly enough, and I'm not saying every group, but I will tell you, this is my experience with the Covey Club, is working with people who are in the midst of doing the same thing is just life-changing because they accept you the way you are the day one you walk in. Mm, love that. Leslie, we'll be right back after a quick break. I'd like to tell you about a special offer. If you want to bring your podcast to life or up your podcast game, you can get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn using my special code CDHWORK. The Libsyn team will get your podcast on Apple and Spotify and give you access to critical stats and all the support you need to sound your best and grow your show. Use my special code CDHWORK. the right speaker for your event is a tremendous responsibility. You need a speaker who will work within your budget and engage your audience. Whether you're looking to retain or grow top talent, create a healthy workplace culture, or prevent burnout in your organization, I can create customized content to help you recharge, reignite, or reinvent your career. Let's talk about how I can help you achieve your special event goals. Connect with me at carolinedowdhiggins.com. So, Leslie, you host an extraordinary podcast called Reinvent Yourself with Leslie Jane Seymour, and I want to pick at a few of the topics that I have found so compelling, and I, I imagine this is really hot stuff in Cubby Club as well. You talk a lot about how we need to stop caring what other people think and get on with our lives. So pull that thread, my dear. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh my God. When I think of all the time, you know, this is the the beauty. I mean, I'm sure you feel this way too. The beauty of getting older is you just, I think it's mortality. You look out there and you say, you know, I only got, I don't know how much time left, right? Maybe it's 20 years, maybe it's 10, maybe it's five, maybe it's 40. I have no idea. It's a gamble, right? But do I have time anymore to worry about 
the things that I used to worry about, which was, does everybody in the office like me? Does everybody down the street like me? Does, you know, this whole thing I used to spend all my time on worrying about what other people thought. You get to a point and you just say, and it's really, I mean, I don't know if I can curse, but it's called the fu 50s Yeah, go for it. <laughs> and you say, I'm, you know, fuck you 50s. I'm done with it. I'm fine. And if you don't like it, I'm moving on. And I guess you get to a certain point where you realize that not everybody's going to like you no matter how nice you are. They're going to find something they don't like and you better just find your own people and you don't have time. Find the people that really believe in you and that like you and the connect with you. And it doesn't have to be the whole world, as we know. All you need is a good clutch of friends and a good, you know, working environment, and you're going to be fine. Exactly. I also want to ask about embracing your unique self. Did you have an aha moment yes. where you said, okay, this is it. This is me. Love it yes. or leave it, right? Yes, yes. Well, I mean, as an editor-in-chief of magazines, you get to do a range of things. You get to do fashion, beauty, health, um, you know, travel, cooking, well, you know, all these things that, I, that I've been an editor-in-chief for before. So when I opened up Covey Club, I thought we would be talking just about midlife. And about two years in, what I saw is that people kept, I was offering all that stuff. And if you go to the Covey Club site, you will see all that stuff. It's still there. Um, and we talk about all those things. We talk about um, uh, all the things that have to do with midlife, menopause, all that stuff. But people kept coming to me specifically for reinvention help. And part of that was because More Magazine really was a lot about reinvention because that's something you're called upon to do in your 40s. And so I said, you know, I can keep offering myself and Covey Club as this big generality, or I can go where everybody else seems to think I should go. And at a certain point you say, okay, if they see me as the re reinvention guru, I'm going there. I'm just going to, you know, and you can do, you can do all those things from a reinvention point of view, reinvent your health, reinvent your exercise, reinvent your, it's just a spin on it. And so I finally said, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to accept the reinvention thing. There are not a lot of people there. And it's something I've really dug into and, and really started to learn and really started to examine what happens when we do it and what happens to the people that go through Covey Club and how they use reinvention to get to the next shore. And you talk a bit in the podcast I've heard, and again, uh, just looking at the great content in the Covey Club newsletter, reinvention secrets of women who've done it and what, what you can yes. learn. So give a nugget or two, Leslie, to this global audience to whet their appetite so they can understand what is a secret that'll help them reinvent. Well, I'll tell you the big overall secret. I've interviewed over 200 women so far for the podcast. And the overall thing that holds them all together, and I know it sounds, you've heard it before, but it's really absolutely 100% true, mindset. Mm. It is, I have interviewed people who, who reinvent with no money, people who have tons of money, people who have no contacts, people who have tons of contacts, people who are afraid, people who are not afraid. I mean, you can take out all those other variabilities and it is really your ability to see clearly where you want to go. And I know that sounds really woo-woo. I am not a woo-woo person. I leave that to California people. No offense to anybody in California. <laughs> 
but I'm very practical. And when people tell me this stuff about they can see it, they envision it, they envision themselves in the future, they can see themselves, I'm telling you, there is a lot to it. And there are a lot of women who I interview who do see themselves. They know that's where they're going to be. And there are systems and there are techniques you can use to help yourself envision all that stuff and envision where you're going. And the way I describe it is um, I learned to drive very late in life. Um, Weirdly, when I was a a, a copywriter at Vogue magazine and they walked into my office one day, I did not know how to drive. I was in my mid, I guess I was in my mid twenties and they needed someone to write the the, um, car column, the automotive column. And they asked me to do it. And I said, does it matter that I don't know how to drive? Anyway, so I learned... I got, I got into cars at that point and I was terrified of driving and I I would go all the way around the world for all this stuff and learn to drive new cars. And I was always afraid. And I had these great guys from, um, car and driver magazine teaching me all the techniques of how to drive. And one of the things they said is don't look in front of you in the road, look way, way, way down as far as you can see out into the distance. And that will, it's counterintuitive, but that will keep the car in the lane that you want to be in. And it's absolutely true for cars. And I'll tell you, it's absolutely true for human beings when you're reinventing. You must look up and you must have a distant focal point. And it's bizarre, but it will get you there. It's just the same thing. And it's a, it's a weird little thing that I learned. You also have to learn to, you know, ignore the naysayers. There's going to be a billion naysayers in your, you know, in your purview who are going to say, you're going to school now and you're 45? Why bother? I mean, there are going to be 100,000 reasons not to do what your reinvention is calling upon you to do. And you have to, sorry, you have to go forward. You have to keep on it persistence is one of the the main things as well. And you are going to get knocked down. I mean, as I told you, I was going to publish a magazine myself every week. I mean, I couldn't afford it. I couldn't do it. I Covey Club would have folded right there had I not come up with another idea. You are going to run into walls and sometimes the walls will terminate. You know, that'll be it. You won't be able to go any further. Or it will challenge you to be more creative and challenge you to keep going and to to rethink your way around that wall. So you're going to have all kinds of, and they call it, you know, they always say fail, fail fast. Right. um, So that you don't spend a lot of money on your failures. And um, hopefully you can fail fast and you're going to keep learning. What I love is that you're always learning. I, for me, it's always about learning. And that's one of the things that people say is if you can look at every mistake you make and come out with some kind of learning, then it's really not a mistake because you have learned something that you can use and put towards something else. Well, Leslie Jane Seymour, I have learned so much from you over the years, (laughs) but today as well. So I'm deeply grateful for the time that you spent with me and this global audience, but let's help them understand how can they connect with you? How can they learn more about Cubby Club? What's the next step for them? Wonderful. Well, come visit us at coveyclub.com. That's where the 
um, the site is. Type in any word that you're interested in. We have it all there. It can be in reinvention, whatever. Come listen to the Reinvent Yourself with Leslie Jane Seymour podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're there too. You can come find me at Leslie at CoveyClub.com and it's L-E-S-L-E-Y at CoveyClub.com. And you can find us on, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're there as well. Leslie, thank you so much. And I wish you continued success. You are an inspiration, but you are also the resource maven. And I'm grateful for that about you. As I said, I learn so much from you every time we connect. Awesome. Thank you. Your Working Life is now available on all major podcast platforms, and I want to hear from you, so let me know how we're doing. You can find me at carolinedowdhiggins.com. And a special shout-out to my podcast colleagues, Laura Deck, Executive Director of Publicity and Communications, and Claire McInerney, Executive Producer. Thank you for making this show awesome for our global audience. We now have listeners in 16 countries around the world. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Thanks for listening.